talking town this is iris your host i'm also known as a dubai girls digital diary and today i have here in the studio with me jack hi jack hello how are, how are you thank you for coming and now you'll have to make a little introduction about yourself who are you uh for how long you're living in dubai what are you doing what do you want from life but keep it short <laughs> i was uh, i've been here for more than a decade i'm originally a software engineer a dancer a photographer um Comedian in the making, stuff like that. Many things. Yeah. Your favorite comedian? Uh, George Carlin, by far. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember when I told him I like Conan O'Brien. He said you have no idea about comedy. Yeah, I mean that was almost the end of our relationship. Yeah. Like, but yeah, yeah, we're done. But now we're just we're making a podcast, which is an exception, and then we'll never talk. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just, over. Yeah, we're yeah, making yeah. peace temporary. <laughs> okay, so we're here to discuss. Uh, boy, we have different topics. Um, and uh, a few days ago, we we made kind of like a preliminary list. However, I would like to kickstart the, um, the podcast today with something else. Um, last evening, I was part of a gathering organized by Adil. Adil is a coach for men. And uh, the topic was the stigma around emotional men. And I found the topic extremely interesting. And um, the question is, how, um, how can we make men uh, feel more comfortable in discussing with us women, opening up more? Because men in general, they find the fact that um, if they want to talk more, they will be taken as weak or vulnerable. So actually, my question to you is, uh, what does it mean for a man to be emotional? Uh, is it bad? Is it good? Is, does emotional mean talking more, being more communicative? And how can us women be more encouraging and supportive, but without being pushy or even aggressive sometimes? Because right. we are. Make sense? In, in a way, yeah. I mean, so, well, it will vary from one man to another how emotional they are. Um, and we'll have different definitions for it. But let's put it this way. Um, humans, we empathize, uh, and our level of empathy is different from one individual to another. So, with with my level of empathy, that's how much emotion I'm going to feel. Then, that's the first part, and the second part is how much of that I'm willing to express. And and those are two different things. Mm -hmm. So, when it comes to my empathy, it's it's part of my character. It's not something that fluctuates; doesn't go up and down. Much. This is how you are, and you've always been like this. And most most people uh -huh. stay within the same range that that they grow up in, um, but how much they express is a different thing. Mm -hmm. So so someone can be feeling a lot and, and empathizing a lot with what's happening around them, but they were raised not to talk about it, so they keep it on the inside. Right. And others they just don't feel anything, so that's that. Like so so, being emotional is is an internal thing. How much you express is a different thing, and and. I think part of what you're talking about is how much um, we share what we feel, especially yeah. with our partners. Or, or yeah, I'm talking more about, I'm referring more to relationships, relationships with, with women. Because yesterday I mentioned in this group, with my male friends, I don't have this. They open up a lot to me. We talk about many things right. uh, and some, some things are very deep. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to my partners, it's a different story. 
So, um, and, and you said something that sometimes you're raised like this, right? So I'm thinking it can be um, the way that the environment that we've been, of course. Uh, it can be the society. And I think you guys, you have this in your DNA because for centuries you're being taught and you're being raised uh, to be strong, to be masculine, you know, you're the providers, you don't have, you cannot complain, you cannot whine, um, you don't have this luxury of being emotional. Right. So what does actually emotional really mean? It's all about communication, it's about uh, being sensitive, oversensitive. Well, again, as you said, the environment that you come from is going to dictate the majority of how you interact with the world. And mm -hmm. when you look at the part about expressing emotions, that, that's definitely embedded in it. Now, if I look at the world from the point of view that being the man, I am the provider, I should never be weak, mm -hmm. then that will affect the way I'm going to express myself. Because let's say the world is going down and... I am the provider, I'm the one in charge, I'm the one who's supposed to make things work. What's the point of me burdening you with how I feel if it's on me to fix? Don't you think she wants to know? Well, that's one angle, mm -hmm. but then the other angle is mm -hmm. maybe if she knows, mm -hmm. she will she will not sleep as well mm -hmm. and, and I'm failing on, mm -hmm. on, in, in my primary objective, which is taking care of, of this unit, this relationship mm -hmm. or this family and so on. Uh, the other angle is, which, which is more of the one I subscribe to, is that everything is out in the open mm. and, and come what may. It's, it's a, it's a, it sounds good and people like it and people claim that this is where they live, but it's really hard because you're going to put yourself out there, you'll be criticized and you have to be okay. Criticized by whom? By, by the society. So let's, let's put it this way. I'm in a relationship, for mm -hmm. example. And yeah. Um, women have that healthy um, exercise of sharing everything with their girlfriends, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll tell my girlfriend something or my wife mm -hmm. something um, vulnerable, right? Then she's going to tell her friends. Then she might come back to me and tell me, well, people don't think that this is okay, right? But why, would, why do you assume that she will go to, because if you guys talk internal stuff, and this is private, if she goes to tell her friends, then I think it's already a problem, right? I wouldn't do that, for example, especially something sensitive. Right. Let... So, but, but you would be concerned about this, that she could go talk to other people, and then this could, I don't know... See, here's my issue. My issue is not disclosing. Like, okay. it's, it's a very subjective element here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. To me, it doesn't matter if people know. Mm -hmm. What matters is you being brainwashed by your friends. Because I've seen this a lot. So... Um, You've been I, through this kind I of... Because I feel like you're speaking from your experience, well, right? Well, I've been around. Which is okay, totally yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I was in relationships where, where the girl would go talk to her friends. Most of them are single. Mm -hmm. and then she would come back to me and tell me that's not okay in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I go like, says who? Mm. And if you dig deeper, you realize it's those other friends. And I'm like, all right, what, what works for them doesn't work for us or vice versa. But then it becomes a lot of work just to fix the damage that was caused by third parties. So it's not the privacy element, it's the, it's the noise that other people create. So this makes you communicate less because you're afraid that she could go talk to other people? When I see this pattern mm. developing, it, it subconsciously happens that mm. I talk less. Did you tell her or them, because maybe there were more, I don't know, did you have this conversation? Like, I don't think it's okay for you to, when you leave our house, or I don't know if you're living together, but like, anyway, just talking to other people, did you... Uh, again, I would have the conversation that it's okay to talk to people, but it's not okay to just listen to everything they say and, and, uh -huh. and comply with it. Because here's the thing, uh -huh. you know yourself 
but do you really know yourself? It's a lot of work to identify what, what you're made of. Mm-hmm. Now, let's extend this just one step to your partner. And then you go like, do you know your partner? It takes years to get to know a person. I agree. It takes more than years. So <laughs> after, after you, you barely know yourself and you barely know your partner, you go to, to a, talk to a third person who doesn't really mm-hmm. know any of you. And then they start giving opinions because that's fun. People like to give opinions. And of then course. you come back with, well, maybe that's the answer that I got from a stranger. I know your stranger is one of your close friends, but how much do they know you? You know, so yeah. it, it becomes that you're relying on, on, on broken sources. On how much certainty, on how much do they know about our relationship, your relationship, exactly. right? Exactly, because there are three elements in the relationship. There is the mm-hmm. girl, there's the guy, mm-hmm. and there's the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that I'm going to talk to my friend and this friend will know about the three of us. Mm-hmm. The person, first person, the second person, and the relationship, and they're smart enough and experienced enough mm-hmm. to give me a good opinion. That's really, really far-fetched. Okay. Yeah. So the, anyway, coming back to being uh, emotional and being communicative, um, from your point of view, it's a risk because the other person might talk to other other people, right? That would meddle in a way in the relationship, right? It's, Giving their opinions and their point of view. Correct. It is a risk, but it's a risk that has to be taken. So if, I'm, if I get I, into I, a relationship, I, yeah. I will assume mm. that being open mm-hmm. is going to work. And I will act on it. That's good, yeah. If it works, then we're fine. If it doesn't, we try to regulate it. And if it doesn't, then, then we have a big problem. So it's a risk we should take. It has I mean, to be you taken. Guys. Yeah. It, it yeah. has, it's both ways, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to tell you everything that I think and everything that I feel. I will, I will try to be... Um, uh, I'll try to communicate it in the best way possible. And I'll try to be smart enough to find the right timing to communicate mm-hmm. it. But eventually, I want you to know everything I think and feel. And I expect the same from mm-hmm. you. When this happens, what we should do to each other is, is provide the safety of opening up. Don't punish me for telling you what I think, for telling you what I think. And, and I shouldn't punish you. you. You will have a bad opinion and, and, and it's horrible. You'll have a, a close friend who envies you and, and wants you to fail all the time. And I can see it, but you cannot see it because you've been friends for 10 years. Mm. right? And you will keep telling me that she's the best person in your life. I shouldn't punish you for opening up about it. So I'll tell you, I, I disagree mm-hmm. with you. I'll discuss it with you every, in every possible way, but I shouldn't be like, all right, this is how stupid you are. Because after she betrays you, I can go like, oh, you fucked up. See, mm-hmm. this is okay. We just marked No, we can say that it's fine. All right, it's fine good. if it happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so in this context, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll expect you to be honest. And we try not to punish each other for mm-hmm. our honesty. And if, even if we do, which is going to happen mm-hmm. in the heat of a moment, where I tell you something and you're like, that, that's just messed up. You shouldn't, like, you're an mm-hmm. idiot. You might do that, but you have to come back later and tell me that you shouldn't have done that. And that's okay. You know? mm-hmm. so, so mistakes will happen when mm-hmm. we open up, but don't punish me for, for the truth. And, and the deepest truth is my emotions. So it's the part that you expect opening up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and I like that you talk, you talk a lot from your experience, which actually most of us do, because uh, also yesterday was um, during this conversation that I had with those people, um, I think someone asked, what does it mean for a man to be too emotional? And I give an example. So I used to date a guy a few years ago. He was living in the past. Right. This is not even about communication, actually, because I think communication can be positive and negative. Communication can be a lot of blah, blah, blah. And like this guy living in the past and making a drama out of everything that used to happen to him. Right. Right. So I said that in this case, this kind of communication is destructive and is damaging the relationship. 
because then you forget to live the present moment and mm -hmm. there's you don't even think about the future anymore mm -hmm. so um yeah can communication be caught uh, you know I see your angle. Uh, this, mm. The phrase we we're using is that this communication is, is negative. But yeah. in reality, it is positive because you're identifying the problem. Mm. So let's say this person is living in their past and they keep communicating you know, how fucked up they expect things to be. Mm. And, then, and then you're like, all right, so from the pattern I have noticed in the past few weeks, mm. months, you keep bringing up the past. But I want you to realize I'm not that person or those people. Mm -hmm. I'm someone else. So let's, let's build fresh mm. you know let, let's so yeah I agree. even communicating something that could be either negative or if i go to the extreme call it toxic is revealing where the problem is and you want that in a relationship you want to know how messed up i am and where am i messed up so that you can deal with it if you care yeah, about it. it's true and yeah. usually in my case i i don't um if because if someone is messed up mm -hmm. uh, yeah we can talk about it but you need to fix yourself because the other person in the couple is not a therapist. Mm -hmm. It's someone that listens and supports, right? right. Like you cannot take these things, you cannot put it on your, on your shoulders. Like, I cannot put it on yours, you cannot put it on me, for example. Correct. So, you need to go and fix your issues. That's your job. That is, that is true. Yeah. That is true. However, I'd like to highlight that it's not binary in the sense that okay. either I'm fixed or I'm broken. Mm -hmm. Because to a certain extent, each one of us is broken. Uh, to a, a little bit, you know, if, if you're... We're all if, broken. Yeah, if you're 18, you know, you haven't seen a lot from the world to be, to claim yeah. broken. Maybe you are, but mm. you don't, you can't, you don't necessarily have to claim it. But if you're, I don't know what, 36, 42, you've seen a lot. Mm. And you, your best friend died or, or, you know, a close friend of yours got really sick. Those things break you as a human. So i wouldn't recommend looking at it in a very binary sense either you're healthy mm -hmm. or you're broken but mm -hmm. it's it's something is broken and you can make it better so it's an improvement aspect more of a more than a fixing aspect mm -hmm. that, that's how i look at it okay. i i accept that everyone i meet has something but how we much all have it? something but the, yeah at the end of the day the question is what do we do about that something and uh how much do we put it on other people instead of looking in the mirror and admitting we have a, a problem and going and fixing ourselves correct. that's why we have coaches and therapists correct right? correct and they help and they, help. they do they, really they do. do help. have you been to not really but mm -hmm. i have a lot of friends who are uh, um, uh, um, either therapists um, um, life coaches mm -hmm. and and uh, psychologists mm -hmm. actually and we, I, I, I find it very interesting to talk to them about examples of what they learned. Yeah, so. I mean, we're going in a different uh, yeah, yeah, direction. Yeah. I don't mind for a few minutes because sure. I want to say I also went to therapy first time in 2017. Mm -hmm. And until 2017, I was uh, I, I used to ridicule people that I was very judgmental. And I'm sorry for that, but this was me at that point <laughs> in my life. And I thought that people that go for therapy, uh, they are weak and even stupid. This yeah. was me, and I'm very honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm ashamed that I was like that, but anyway. Uh, and in 2017, I was going through some things and I said, okay, time out. This is my time. I need therapy. I was, me, I was shocked that I need that. But honestly, it was the best money that I ever spent. And not just the best money, but it was the best decision I ever took. I, I totally agree. I'll, it I'll... was, it was mind blowing. I also got the right therapist. I made the right decision. Um, and um, I, I did like three years of therapy, not on a regular basis. But um, it was something that really changed my life and, and I am who I am today also because of this experience. 
So I think therapy and coaching as well, they're very healthy for people. It is, right? it is amazing. Now, but co coaching, there's a big question mark here because mm. how um, trending it became and how people are trying to capitalize on that. So it's, it's a big question, but true coaching is good. Yeah. But going back to, to um, um, your old views about what therapy mm. is, um, it's it's shameful, but sadly, most of the globe had the same views and, and yeah. a lot of people still have it today. Thankfully, this is changing right now. Mm. People are getting um, to accept it. Uh, from, from the personal element again, a person who is very, very close to me, very close to me, uh, had mental issues mm. and they were extreme. And um, she refused to do anything about it. She mm -hmm. even refused to accept the idea that something is broken in her brain. But everyone around around was seeing that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, it was a severe issue, and the person was very close to me that I actually had to fly to where they are and spend a week with them. Mm -hmm. And what I did simply was trying to con all I wanted to do is to convince them to go to a professional to take care of them. Mm -hmm. They come from come from the same background. Is that going to therapy means I'm weak, I'm broken, whatever? Like, listen, yeah, right. you break your arm, you go to a doctor. Yes. You break your mind, you go to a doctor. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yes, true. And all I wanted to do for this entire week is to convince the person. And, like, and, and the person got to a point that was very extreme. Uh, they wanted to, you know, let go and end things. Up. And I'm like, listen, you can end things anytime you want. Mm -hmm. You can, if, if you want to end it today, mm -hmm. fine, just wait another day. You can still do it tomorrow. But just, just try that first, because it's okay to have a broken mind. Mm. It happens, just like a broken arm. Just go yeah. find therapy, and it was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. But the idea is to look for help to fix yourself, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay, let's go back to relationships. Yeah, we got so deep in there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wrote an article that I published last week. It's not my best article. I'm talking about the, the, the way that I wrote it, but it's okay. Anyway. The, the, the topic is uh, the secret ingredient that can make a mixed relationship work. I know you're Egyptian. Right. I know you're not Muslim. You told me something gave up your religion and what are you doing? Oh, that's a very complicated <laughs> topic, but let's just... No, say. I just I want in three words to tell me. You are... I'm, I'm a diced. Diced. Okay, and, and I have to admit, I don't know what is that. A lot of people don't. I didn't know. Yeah. I became that thing for three years before I knew that there was a name for it. In a few uh, words, what do you do as a dice or we don't do anything? You believe in a superpower. Uh -huh. you, you go in the universe, God, Jesus, maybe? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. You believe in an intelligent superpower. You believe in karma. Uh, the, okay, I'm totally diced. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> wow. you, you believe in karma. You believe that the superpower, some superpower, uh -huh. that this, there's an okay. intelligence behind it. That, that's all that it takes. And, and oh, I have to study. If you believe that what goes around comes around, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's I think that's all you need. Wow, I discover new things in this yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. about myself. Yeah, oh but my go, going back to mixed relationships, <laughs> you're yeah. saying. So what do you think? Because I, I'm mainly referring Muslims mixed with Christians, and most of the times the guys are Muslims, the girls are Christians. Well, that's a very localized version of it. Let's say in Dubai, but I'll, I'll, let me let me talk about this for a minute. Yeah. Because that was a big question in my mind for a very long time. I yes, my family is from Egypt, but I grew up in in. Uh, four countries in 12 cities, uh -huh. so I don't really culturally belong to so you don't relate to you don't uh, None yeah. of them. Mm. Uh, it's it's a fun yeah. mix and surprisingly the best people I met are third-generation kids people like me the best mm. people I And your know. family is not putting any pressure for uh, like to practice Islam. Not, no, 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 no. So no. on a let's say from Egypt on an Egypt standard They're on the liberal side. Uh-huh. Uh, but the, they're Muslim um, Most of them I believe yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah I mean, no, no, your family, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because you said I believe, okay. Yeah, well, it's a big family. <laughs> I have five siblings. So, okay, okay. Yeah. 
Um, so the idea about mixed relationships, I, I always like to use this analogy. Think of it this way. Uh, two people, siblings, twins, born and raised in the same house by the same people, they grow up to be different people. Yeah. Right? Now, if you scale it up a little bit, people who live in the same city, for example, they kind of say, share a lot mm. being in that village or city. Uh, so let's say people from, um, let's go to Egypt, people from Cairo and people from Alexandria, they'll make fun of each other because mm. culturally they're different, mm. right? And, and expand it to another okay. country, another continent, another religion, another race. Every time you go further, it's a really, it, it feels like it's going to be very different. So here's the thing, um, regardless to the distance you are, it, it, it doesn't really matter because your twin is not like you. Mm -hmm. So just like your next door neighbor has a, has a special character, the person who lives at the other side of the world has a similar mm -hmm. character to your next door neighbor. So that border is not really true. However, talking about mixed relationships, yeah, yeah. going back to, to, to yeah. let's say I dated uh, a lady uh, from uh, Manchester, mm -hmm. uh, very interesting, very beautiful, lovely lady. Um, but she looked at the world very differently from where I come from. And it turned out that it's not my country, it's not my culture, it's not my religion. Uh, it's just that she looks at the world differently. Mm -hmm. Because a few years before that... Give me an I, example. Like, was something that you couldn't cope with, for, for instance? Alright. I'll, I'll give you an example, but I'll take a step back to talk about what really matters in a, in a healthy relationship. Okay. If I meet you, regardless to where you're from, or whatever your background yeah. is, if we are talking about a long-term serious productive relationship, yeah. then what you and I need to agree on is a value system. What we think is right or wrong, or the way we okay. process yeah. right and wrong. True. That's the fundamental element mm -hmm. that makes us work, mm -hmm. right? Um, she had a very uh, capitalistic view of the world. Um, so she's driven by financial success, mm -hmm. which is nice. No. But how much are you willing to step on the people around you to achieve that is uh -huh. where we differ, right? Okay. And is that an English thing? Is this a Manchester thing? No, it's not. You've mm. seen it in every person around you from every culture. Mm. So it, it wasn't that. W where it comes down to in mixed relationships is what you're talking about, religion, right? Yeah, that's, usually. That's fundamental. And I've seen different things around me. Yeah, yeah and, so. and it's not the religion per se. Mm -hmm. but it's the level of conservativeness or openness mm -hmm. that you are in within your religion. Yeah. So I met, uh, um, let's say, Christians in Egypt. Two of my closest friends in Egypt were uh, a very conservative Christian and a very uh, liberal Christian, and they were very different. And I can see how a relationship would work with one of them, but not the other. Mm -hmm. So the religion, is, is, the, the religion they follow, for example, is a pre-installed system of life. Right, mm -hmm. and how much of that you adapt to, and I adapt to, is how much you and I can work, make it work or not. Mm -hmm. So, if you're a conservative Muslim and I'm a conservative Christian, we can make it work. But if if we're, one of us is very liberal and the other one is very conservative, that's where the problem is. Yeah, what I notice is that when a Christian got, comes together with a Muslim, most of the time, and God forbid, I know some people are gonna judge or say something, but I don't have a problem with Muslims. I love them. This is why I live in this region. And I, I That's most a men very that horrible I, introduction to whatever you're gonna say yeah, after no, that. But go ahead. But <laughs> no, it's a fact because this is what I've seen. I'm not inventing. This is not. Uh, these are not some stories know, coming from my head. Yeah. Most of the times, Muslims, they have this, they expect Christians to follow them, you know, to adapt more to them. Give me an example. That's why for me, 
like most Muslim men, they would accept, especially when things are getting serious, they would um, expect for the girl to change things. It happened to me personally as well. Right. So to change fundamental things. How you dress, how you talk, how um, if you drink, if you don't drink, um, how are you going to be with my parents and how are we going to... I don't have a problem. How are you going to raise my kids, mm -hmm. our kids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even though I had a conversation with uh, someone a few podcasts ago and she told me something that uh, for me was like... Um, she said they have a daughter and they said that uh, they will raise her as a Muslim, which is fine, no problem. But they decided not to introduce her to the Bible at all and not to tell her anything mm -hmm. because she will not understand. Okay, mm -hmm. then if she doesn't understand the Bible and Christianity, how is she going to understand Islam? Right. First or, or, of all, or if she's not going to understand it, where's one, the problem? Yes, you know? number one. And number two, um, why not? Why? What's the problem? I understand you raise her as a Muslim and this is the tradition. And these are the values that you are uh, you are teaching her. But why, why is it why is it harmful to just know about that there is a Bible that exists? She doesn't have to read the Bible or anything. Not necessarily. I didn't read the Bible to be right. honest. I read okay. half of it. Maybe I, I, maybe I it did. Is. I did. Really, you read yeah, the Bible? Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm impressed. Anyway, so okay, coming back to what I want to say, mm -hmm. I from again from my experience and from what I see. Muslims, God bless them, I love them all, but they have this thing like, yeah, but um, I don't know, maybe because they're men and they have to, um, okay, this is how it should be because I'm the, I'm the leader, you have to follow right, me. Right. This is maybe one thing and second, because people in Islam, they're more religion than Christians. Christian, people in Christianity can be very religious as well, but yeah, if yeah, you compare them with chill, Muslims, yeah. Muslims are more they're like, devout. They're yeah. more devout. which is very nice because yeah. I'm a spiritual person. I go to church sometimes. I honestly pray every day. Right. I have my, my own system, right? Mm -hmm. So t please tell me what you think. Right. So, <laughs> I, mean, okay. I, I, I get your point. So here's the thing. Um, the part where men expect women to behave a certain way it usually comes from... Are you talking in general? Or? Yes, in okay. general. It comes from the way they see the world, right? Mm -hmm. there, was a, there was an episode, a fun episode, you might find it on YouTube, between Dr. Phil and Steve Harvey. They mm -hmm. put it together. And this uh, uh, African-American couple, young 20s maybe, they came and they said, we're about to get married. We've been mm -hmm. together for three years, yada, yada, yada. And they have a conflict that they want to resolve. The conflict yeah. was the guy expects the girl once they get married, to be at home, take care of the house, and the kids stop working. And the girl mm. expects to be equally productive in the family, right? And I was like, this is very interesting because, first of all, it's mm. happening on the other side of the world. I'm in Dubai right now, mm -hmm. and this is happening in, in, in the American continent. So I was like, mm. that's fun. How are they going to solve that? Because you cannot pick either side. Both of them are right. That's the way I look at it. But they cannot work together. And that's exactly where they got to. They said, you have different value systems. Yeah. And that's why you cannot make it work. Exactly. And Steve Harvey looked at the guy and he's like, you come from a family where your mom never worked. And he's like, yep. Uh -huh. And he looked at the girl and he's like, you come from a family where your mom was working. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, that's the way you see the world. So you expect your world to be an inherited version uh -huh. of that. Uh -huh. right? Yeah, yeah. So if you look at that in a, in a very abstract sense, you can apply that to a conservative person who's... He likes you, you get together into a relationship, you are more liberal than him, so he wants you to come closer to where he stands in mm -hmm. the social compass. He wants you to be... It's a lot closer. of compromise here, right? It is a, a lot. Huge compromise. It is a lot if, of compromise. If you want to make it work. I, I have an issue with the idea of compromise in relationships, but maybe that's for a different episode. But it, yes, it is a big compromise. No, we can't talk about it. And it's not going to work. 
yeah. it's not going to work because mm. you are not going to mm. be yourself. I'll, I'll give you a, a quick example that you might notice mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. You get into a relationship with a person, you get together, let's say, six months, a year, a year mm. and a half, two years. Okay. The minute they break up, they start looking differently. They look visually different. They dress differently. Their hair is different. Have you ever seen it? Isn't, uh, isn't it this hypocritical? It's not. Here's okay. what happened. Okay. You and I are together and you like me and I like you and things are working out. Mm-hmm. You come, you're, you, the idea comes to you. It's like, you know what? I, I want to change my hair. Uh, let's make it curly, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then the, the other silent part of your subconscious goes like, no, no, things are fine. He likes me. So let's not do that. Mm. And over time, your idea of change, which is very natural, keeps building up in your subconscious, but you never do it. You just don't do it. You keep thinking about. Um, all right, we have a notification. Let's read no, it together. No, no, no. These are very raw. Just go on this way. Yeah, I said, yeah, don't yeah. stop. Yeah. So all those things keep building up. I want to dress this way. I want to yeah. look this way. I want to talk this way. I want to do okay. that thing. But I'm very comfortable in this relationship. It's a very comfortable state mm-hmm. that I don't do any of those things. And the minute those people bro- break up, mm-hmm. this thing starts surfacing all the way from down from your subconscious to your reality. And you're mm-hmm. like, let's do the hair. Let's do the dressing. Let's. Even the guys do that. So, so what is happening here? What is happening is that when you suppress a part of yourself, it keeps building up, and eventually and I was it blows in this up. Seven years. And that's how it works. Whether it's something as trivial as your hairstyle mm-hmm. or your your actual lifestyle, your value system, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to hang out with your friends, or or you want to be. You're a very conscientious person. You want to contribute to the world but your guy is like you know what let's just let's just take care of ourselves right mm-hmm. and that keeps building up until it blows up you cannot not be yourself in a relationship it doesn't work and that's that's my issue with compromise uh yeah i think it's very yeah yeah it's not like i don't agree with you i see compromise compromise is different levels i think because when you are with someone um Okay, this is a very, very large topic because I believe in balance and I'm a balanced person. So, for example, because I was thinking these days, I have friends in my circle, they're very extremists. Some of them, you know. Anyway, right. <laughs> so, either they are on one side or completely on the other side. There is no great zone, there is no, nothing in. So, for example, um, I have a friend, she used to party a lot and go crazy. Now that she got married, she got married with a Muslim, she converted. She's a completely different person. Thank right. God the friendship is the same. <laughs> well, of course, we don't, we're not like before. We don't spend that much time together because it's not possible. She has a family and I understand that she has different responsibilities and she has a child. Correct. However, her in terms of identity, she made a huge shift. Mm-hmm. Me, for example, because I find myself a very pretty balanced, very pretty balanced person. <laughs> Um, if I'm with someone in a serious relationship, there are a lot of things that now as a single, I will still do right. on a certain level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can still have a glass of wine. I can still go dance salsa. I can still uh, go out with my girlfriends. I can even have a trip with, with the girls. And again, depending on my schedule with this guy and what I do with this guy, right? So I'm not going to uh, leave him behind. No, no, I will do my things. No, right. I will discuss these things with him. But still, my identity is still there, mm-hmm. right? So talking about compromise, yes, being... Uh, and, and levels of compromise. Being with someone, you have to put that person more first because he's your partner. But you cannot forget about yourself. Just a, let me give you, I don't know, the stupid example, right? Mm-hmm. I already have plans with him and one of my best girlfriends, she calls me. She wants to do something I want to do for a long time. I don't know, whatever it is. And I'm dying to do that. But I'm not going to do it because he's my boyfriend, fiance, husband. And I, wanna, I, wa- I already have plans with him, mm-hmm. whatever it is as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no. 
this is some sort of compromise, but this is a very low level compromise. I get it. Don't I you get think it. so? But, but is it necessary? Like, let's put it this way. Your, your girlfriend wants to hang out with you. She's visiting mm. town for like a week, right? Mm. And your plans with your per partner is, is dinner, right? Mm. Well, we can always do dinner tomorrow, right? Exactly. So, so yeah. the thing is, I, I don't see it. I mean, this is going to come off ugly and people are going to hate me for uh. it. In a relationship, you don't put the other person first. Right. And you don't okay. put yourself first. You put the relationship uh -huh. first. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's very different. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds the same. Like if I put the relationship first or I put you first, it should be the same. No, it's not. Mm. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. If I put you first, I'll make the compromise that will make you make me resent you on the long run. So let's say I used to hang out with the, with the guys every other day. We go down at mm. night, play cards for mm. hours, right? Mm. And now I don't do that anymore because I made a compromise for you. Mm. That is making you happy and making me miserable. Mm. Put that on a longer timeline, I will, I will resent you. But okay. if instead of thinking mm. from, from an angle of making you happy, think of the angle of, of, of the relationship itself, I will sit with you and tell you, listen, this is something I really enjoy. And if I stop doing it, because it makes no, you it's happy, not about not I'll doing it. You. Maybe you cannot do it on a certain day of the week because we already have plans. Or, or we if have I something do it else less. to do. Or, or but it doesn't do mean it you're less. not going to do it. The, no, no. Right? There, yeah. there are cases where you don't do it. So let's keep it extreme for clarity. Right? But let me give you another example. Go we ahead. move in together, right? Mm -hmm. I have a taste. You have a different taste. Cool. You like very minimal, uh, minimalistic. Mm -hmm. I'm a little more flashy. You know, I like to see a little gold here and there, whatever. Mm -hmm. So what do we do in this situation? What? Because a home, it's a home. You need to feel comfortable there. What uh, do you do? This I is a compromise, right? I horribly hate to say what I'm about to say. <laughs> I really hate to say that, but I subscribe to the classic idea that the home is something to be created by the woman because they're... It, it, it You'll be surprised how many men, and I, it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. They have something to say and they want certain things to be in certain places. Here's the thing. My stuff... Mm. I take care of how I put them together. So mm -hmm. let's say this, but this is the part of the drawer that is mine. Yeah. It's none of your business how I do it. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. The house, <laughs> the house is yours. Everything, yeah. everything you see and interact with is according mm -hmm. to your vision. But my things are my things. And if I'm one of those guys, give me a corner, right? Give me a corner that whatever <laughs> happens in it. Well, it's you're a very easygoing man because not all men are like that. Don't be surprised. Surprisingly, it, I look oh. at my father and I think oh. the same because oh. my father always had a room or two in the house that are his, right? So the whole house mm. is everything mom wants. It's mm. exactly the way she wants it. To in be honest, in our household, it was pretty much the same. It's exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah. But eventually, if, it's a, if, if you're like a young couple and, and still starting, it's a small house, yeah. let the woman take care of it because yeah. women are really good at it. Yeah, we suck true. at that. We are very practical. Maybe I've been with men that have this very good sense of style. That's why. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But once, you know, and then you get richer, then you get a bigger place yeah. and then have a corner that is yours mm. and, and women respect his corner let him make it as messy or organized yeah, or weird as it gets but it's his but let me let me give you another example of compromise because i was thinking so let's say your mother is coming is going to stay with us for a month and i hate your mother and she hates me as well right yeah this yeah. is a compromise because she's your mother right what, okay. what, what can you do see, it can be the other way around as well see yeah? i'm trying to really relate to this here's the thing my mother is one of the sweetest women you can ever meet okay i'm not talking about per se i understand right? answer, but I'm, try, I'm trying to relate my mom is is what a book about motherhood would look like if it became alive. That that's my mom. so it's really hard for me to picture that. But here's the thing: it, either I have a good mother and a bad wife, or I have a, 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 wow. a bad mother and a good wife. 
Mm. And in, in, the, in, in terms of justice, and that's the way I want to look at it. If my mother is a good person and my wife is a bad person, all right, I'm not mm. going to use a lot of profanity here, but then, you know, I'll, I'll side with my mom. Mm. And I shouldn't, by the way, marry that wife who's mm. bad, you know. Mm. But if I marry a good person and my mom is in many mm. ways annoying, Mm-hmm. The right thing to do is to side with the right person. So that's what you want to do. And people go like, well, that sounds, you know, that sounds ideal and beautiful. But what you do in a relationship, it's your wife. You have to keep her happy. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. Marry a good person. Mm-hmm. That's it. Marry a good, marry a compatible person. Forget compatible, a good person. Yeah, Let's compatible. put it this. I'm a drug dealer. You're a drug dealer. Yeah. We got married. Things are amazing. Yeah. We see the world the same yeah. way. Now, my mom hates that we're drug dealers, right? But that's our... That's our unit. So I'm going to tell my mom, stay out of it. That's the way it is. Okay. Because we're compatible. Listen, I have two more questions for you. Please. Uh, one, um, how difficult it is nowadays in the times that we're living to be in a relationship. Is it difficult? Do we make it difficult? Is it hard? What do you think? What's well, the problem? There, there's a micro and a macro view to that. The, the micro view is Dubai, the city we live in, which is uh, oh, by design. My favorite subject. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's by design. Don't tell me that it's a problem with Dubai. Expats. <laughs> um, and, and here's the thing. Yeah. That, that's going to take us down an important thing I always mm. talk about. Um, th- one of the things I love about Dubai, because the mm. way it's designed, is the person you meet is the actual person. Right. You think but so? Let me explain. Okay. Because most people say that people are fake. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go Here's on. the way it works. Where I come from and where you come from, you have to comply by a lot of social norms because your family and mm-hmm. the friends you grew up with are there. Mm-hmm. So if you break those norms, you'll be judged by your society that you belong to. Mm-hmm. But the minute you come here on your own, you, Without a family, you like get most to of be us. whoever you want to be, which is mm. the, the city by design. I like the same applies to everyone. So yes. how many times did you hear of couples moving into Dubai and then breaking up? I've seen this more than 30 times. I would say 30, 35 times in the last 14 years. Mm-hmm. And people go like, when we came, he changed or she changed. And I always mm-hmm. tell them they didn't change. Mm-hmm. The, the true them came out. Yeah. Because back then yeah. there was... His, his mm. father and your father and their friends and everyone who knows you. And if you do those crazy things that you're doing in Dubai, they will judge you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's embarrassing. But now there are no controls. So you get to be whoever you are. Okay, so is it difficult to be nowadays in a relationship? It is. Regardless in, of, let's, maybe we don't even have to talk about Dubai in general. I mean. As, a, as a people who are living in, in, in 2022, us, mm-hmm. um, it's harder than, than uh, the people who came before us. Because it's harder than 10, 20, 30 years ago, yes, right? Because Why? first of all, let's let's put it this way. Uh, let, let's look at the world 25 years ago, 20 years ago. I want to be in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I have to put a lot of social effort to meet someone. Mm-hmm. And then when I meet them, I invest and mm-hmm. they invest and we see how it goes, right? Now, compared to now where it's, it's basically a menu. So I have this app on my phone and I just and open multiple that multiple choices, menu, right? And a million Millions choices, of choices and I just keep swiping, right? May I say that many of them are shit? Well, Seriously? Uh, the way I want to say it is like nine out of 10 of them, which is so weird. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. are, are the good ones out or the good ones are not matching? I don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> it's, it's a menu, right? So yeah. I'm yeah. with you right now uh-huh. and we've been together for like three months, mm-hmm. right? And then you did this very annoying thing and I keep questioning, should I be with you? And uh, you know what? Let me open my phone and check the menu, right? It's that easy. How about we talk about it? But, well, that's the healthy thing. But, mm. but when you facilitate something to mm. humans, they like easy. 
were built this way. That's what I'm saying. Uh, fast dating, fast uh, sex, fast, uh, everything is fast, fast, fast. Well, I'm, fast I'm, I'm pro fast sex for a different topic, but, yeah, but okay, mainly, not, yeah, yeah but, in another episode. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. primarily, um, uh, uh, it's just there are so many options out there, and it's very easy to go like, you know what? I'll I'll be going out with you and going out with someone else and see how it works. It became easy now. Is this going to be solved anytime soon? The answer is no. Technology is gonna, just going to take us further. So what do we do about it? Yeah. We're going to be messed up because of that. But then the people are going to come after us a little bit. They're going to adapt to it. They're mm-hmm. going to understand that there are so many options and the only way to make it work is to ignore those options when you're going out with someone. I they will get so. there. Yeah. We won't because we got, we're in the middle of this transition and that's, that's mm-hmm. what messed us up. Okay, I like your point of view. And now we're going to the last question, sure. which is la pièce de résistance. Mm. You, you know what I said? In Not French? even close. Okay, okay. It's, <laughs> the, it's the cherry on the cake, let's yeah, say. I love French, by the way. I just And it's a very it. simple question that uh, I got very... Anyway, I'm not even going to tell you honestly what you have to say. So, what men want from women? What right. do you want from women? Um, I want you to keep it simple, not complicated. Give me a few words. Three, two, one, go. <clears throat> <laughs> right. Well, if I want to boil it, I'm, I'm try, I'll try to keep it as simple as possible. If I try to boil it down to what men want and what women want, whatever answer I give is not going to be good. I don't want you to tell me what women want necessarily. Right. I want you as a man to tell me what you want from women. You have to separate boys from men. Let's start with that. Yeah, but we're going in, a, in, a, in another complicated conversation, which I, I don't mind. Okay. But... Uh, it's a very broad topic, men uh, and boys, right? Well, yeah, I mean, the, those, those But you're a man, boys, okay, you're not a boy, not right? Not necessarily, not but necessarily. What are you? I classify myself as a man, but it's also Amazing, the so you things. as a man, what do you want from women? If I'm serious, if I'm in this stage of my life where yeah, I'm you're serious, serious yeah. I, want, I want a partner. And here's the beautiful thing, side note, I start businesses with people. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple of companies, yeah. partners and so on. And one of the things I'm working mm-hmm. on is a book about finding the right business partner. Mm-hmm. How do you choose a person mm-hmm. where you start a venture with? Now, from this angle, try to apply this to relationships. When you think of partnership, that's the beautiful part. Mm-hmm. What is my life like and who can I bring to amplify this life? And in exchange, mm-hmm. I will amplify their life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I want. I want an actual partner. That is okay, and what should this partner give you? What do you want? I understand you want an actual partner. Define an actual partner in a few words. Okay, if I'm a man, if I am a man, you are a man. It means I know what, what my goals are. If I don't, I'm a boy. So now that I know my goals, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I know my goals, I look at you and I question: Are you going to be an addition to those goals? Are you going to amplify the output of those goals, or are you mm. going to hinder me? But you're still not answering the question. That's for me. This is amazing. How close? Then I'll tell you something. It's very subjective because if I answer like personally what okay, I want, you it's meet very, someone. You yeah. want this is you. Let me make a scenario. You want something serious. You meet someone tomorrow. Right. Okay. Right. What do you expect from that person? What would what would, okay. uh, would, I want would, I want a good moral compass I want that, okay. that basically aligns with mine. Okay. Uh, uh, hot, beautiful, sexy, and amazing in bed is, okay. is a given. So okay. that's not uh, I'm not going to disqualify that. It's very important. But yeah, you want chemistry, right? Yeah, yeah you of want course. someone that is attractive. Maybe yeah, yeah, not yeah. the most beautiful, but at least attractive. Yeah, and I know. Okay, okay. I don't know. What yeah. But also, also, um, I enjoy. It's very subjective. I enjoy intelligent women. 
I like people who I can talk to. And yeah. if I cannot talk to you, I'll go talk to someone else, whether that a man or woman. I'd love, I'd love it if you are the person I want to talk to about what's happening in the world mm -hmm. or in economy or in science or, or in movies, whatever. And that requires, I love smart people. They're, they're just amazing to be with. And they get jokes, by the way. So that's good. That's an Well, different. all comedians are geniuses. You cannot be a comedian without like being stupid. It's impossible. I, I believe so. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. Um, so that, that, there's that. Then I want, again, it's the moral compass. How do you see the world and how, how I see mm. it? If mm. it aligns, they were good together. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, I'm I'm of I'm I'm a very liberal person, okay. and I want a liberal person because conservative people are different from me. No, none, none of us is better than the others. Just we're very freaking different. Yeah, I'm also an extrovert, despite the fact that I was born an introvert. I spent the first what 10, 11 years of my life an introvert, and and traveling a lot with my family forced me to learn how to become an extrovert, yeah, and now an extreme extrovert. So it's important for me that you, my partner, mm -hmm. have some level of extroversion. You don't have to be as extreme as I am, mm -hmm. but you're okay with that you don't find it heavy to be with people that, that's pretty much okay I've, I, I I'm so happy that I asked this question and I, I want to say thank you for everything that you said and thank you for being here today this question which is a very simple question I swear to God is the best experiment I ever did what men want from women what women want from men right the women that I had in the podcast they told me straightforward I want communication I want good sex I want I don't know validation I want uh, respect I want to be to feel safe <laughs> they came with a simple sentence or phrase, A, B, C, D, done. Right. This is what I want. You are, I don't remember, fourth man or fifth, I don't remember now. You all, I had to ask each of you a couple of times, okay, please tell me what do you want from women? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You, but you're asking, go ahead. You are not answering my question. What, because you all go like, uh, you don't go behind the bush. That's not the correct expression. But you don't give me an answer. I have to dig deep to figure out what okay. do you guys want from women, you know? Okay. I'll, I'll give <laughs> a piece just... of advice. Next Tell time me. you ask a man this question, mm. ask him in a very subjective sense. Tell me what you want specifically, not what, what do you men mean? want. What, what, but the, the, the question is very simple and clear. What men want is, is too general. No, but I put it like this. I said, what men want from women? And yes. I said, what you as a man want from a woman? And no, then you as said, a man, it generalizes it. But what you, Jack, want from a woman. But woman. that's what I said well, right that's, after. That, right that, after because I want to make it even more clear. Right? Here's the fun part. I'll, uh, that will He's take like 60 seconds. He's showing me something that seconds. you guys cannot see. Yeah, that will take 60 seconds. Okay. And, and I advise you guys to have your own list. Go on. Here it is. I have a list of exactly what I want in a woman, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll read it very quickly so just you get an idea of it. Okay, you have 20 seconds. There go. you go. She's <laughs> seeking happiness. She takes pride in her beauty. She compliments her appearance with care. She dresses well in humble makeup and so on. Okay. Uh, she's strong with great potential. Uh, she has a good waist to hip ratio. Like okay, very nice. Pretty non-boring sex partner. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh, love kids and animals. It's okay. She's afraid of animals, um, <laughs> but loves them. I like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she is into sports recreation somehow. Um, she's informed, cultured. She comes from somewhat a healthy uh, family background. There's a big topic here, but we're not gonna go. So she's not fucked up from her childhood. Not, okay. not too <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Religiously free. Uh, I like a person who we can talk, talk, and talk forever. And I wrote as cute as Sierra from Alex and Sierra. YouTube that. Find Alex and Sierra on mm -hmm. X Factor or one of those shows. Wow. She has a sense of humor that's bold. She has to have a sense of humor. I can't. Seriously. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm the same with men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, can hand, she can hold an intelligent conversation, debate, and think forward. Uh, shares my vision on youth and aging, which is mm -hmm. a long topic. Mm -hmm. um, she's positive, adapt, 
logic in most of her okay. thinking. Um, so now sexy. all 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 the Middle East will know the list that you have. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. someone well, is gonna be like. We we're here on first name basis, no, no, so no one can find me. Ever. Okay, officially this is the longest podcast, which is totally fine. I'm very happy. We covered very interesting topics today. Again, my experiment is working for me. It's very. It's cool. It's very interesting. To I like. See. I like where you're going. It's, it's really interesting fun. because uh, we, we're built different men than women, and we have to finish in two minutes. So I'm just <laughs> making that. I'm just closing basically. Go ahead. So, um, but for me, it's very interesting because men normally they're more straightforward, and women like to talk more. But women gave me such straight answers to this question, and then we're done. Okay, and guys. Each of you, no exception, and I'm gonna have, I don't remember, I'm gonna have another guy in two weeks. Mm. They are talking and talking, and then I have to cut, okay, so please tell me, what do you <laughs> want from a woman? What do, what is yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't get your question, because no, I don't have a lot bad. of ego to, to answer bad. in a subjective I like it. sense. Yeah, I like yeah. it, it's an experiment, and this is how you guys work, and you do what you feel, and I like that. Yeah, and yeah. I, I also have I'm a list very... of what women want from women. I was working on it for a comedy sketch, uh-huh. and I'll show it to you. What women later. want from women, that's what, another... What women uh, want from men, uh, sorry, from and men. it's a very uh, long list that I composed I have the same list. Like you have is just differently structured and it's put everything is on positive it's not negative I, right. I don't want this because that's what you're gonna yeah, expect, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No, no, so no, i have something similar want. with the and, and i did this yeah. for a comedy sketch and men give mm. me like six answers and yeah. women give me like 13 yeah, and i'll yeah. show them to you maybe yeah. in the next episode but okay. thank you thank you thank very much thank you for coming it was really it was really fun i look forward to more I had of this fun. and look at my experiment yay it's cool. working i love it okay Thank you guys for uh, for listening. Uh, stay tuned. I'm gonna post again next week. Uh, thank you for being here. This is Iris, your host at Dubai Girls Digital Diary. This was another episode of the Best Girl in Town. I'll see you very soon. Lots Woo-hoo. of love, lots of hugs, and uh, hug, hugs, not hugs, many. And uh, yeah, see you soon, Jeff. See you guys. Bye.